0: to The Instance. Hello everyone, welcome back to The Instance for February 14, 2020. It is episode 589, I'm Scott Johnson with Patrick Beja over there. Hi Patrick, good morning. Hey, how's it going, Scott Johnson? Evening, sorry. It's night where you are, right? Just getting ready to it settle is, in. It is 6 p.m.
1: The sun has retreated behind the earth, I mm-hmm, guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's good because it only retreated like half an hour ago. Mm. So we had a little bit of sun in the afternoon, unlike the middle of winter, when the sun essentially
0: never exists. There you go. The sun was never yep. here. Pay no attention to the sun or what it, what it means. <laughs> Uh, Also, of course, with us, Garrett Weinzerl. He is from Florida. He is here now. It is only two hours ahead where he lives. Hi, Garrett. Hello, Scott and Patrick. (laughs) Why why, why the why the hours?
2: I was just like, I don't know.
0: I don't know. Does matter? I don't know
1: because he said it was dark, and then you know, I feel like there's not a lot of energy on the show today. I don't know if that's you know. (laughs) I'm two hours in the future, and I can tell you it is still Friday. Uh,
2: Oh, look, Fridays are they're okay. I'm spending my Valentine's exactly how I want with my my two most romantic companions, Patrick and Scott.
0: Oh, that's super (laughs) sweet of you. (laughs) I saw I heard you went and got uh you guys did like uh Korean barbecue or something last night or Japanese uh what? No,
2: that's tonight. Oh, is that tonight?
0: tonight is oh, that was a pre that was a premonition, not a not a prologue or not a uh, yeah, yeah, not a exactly. prologue. Exactly.
2: Yeah. No, we're going out. Uh, there's a little little hibachi place uh, in our hometown that is somehow still open, and we're gonna go there like we used to in high school because we're gross like that. That is
0: that's cool. Nothing wrong with that. You guys are a happy little couple. I love it. I love you guys. Keep all keeping it uh, keeping it real. Keeping it home. It's good stuff. Uh, well, all I know is I got this cool uh, denim jacket, which we talked about at length at the top of the show or before the show. <laughs> we don't have to talk about it more. But my wife got me a rad. Denim jacket. I look like I did in high school, with the exception of I'm old now. With your with your spiky hair, I swear you look like you're about to go about to go fill in on real big fish. Just need some ridiculous sunglasses. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. (laughs) I should do that. Wear some ridiculous sunglasses. I don't have any. I don't have any here. (laughs) We're just gonna have to live with what we got. All right, let's dive in. We got lots to talk about today in the world of Blizzard, and it starts with this. All right. Um, so this this is a weird topic that normally I wouldn't even think would be good for the show, but it came up again because there's been a lot of talk around it and around Blizzard's role in it, and we probably should at least mention it. So, uh, and I also have a really strong, I hope, a strong theory about Blizzard's plans when it comes to cloud gaming. Um, so if you're wondering what we're talking about, yes, we're going to talk about the controversy recently with GeForce Now Nvidia's new uh streaming is it game a controversy? service a little bit Should, i mean
1: there's it's a story i don't know that it's controversial i know that you know it, it, we we talk about controversies all the time and we don't shy away from it it's just it feels a little bit sensation sensationalistic to call it a controversy.
0: well and see that's that brings yeah, me entertainment.
2: uh it's always sensationalistic
0: yes that's that's the point is if you hear it around uh, blizzard people freak out and they overreact and i would like to take that uh into the next level, which is to say, I think people are over are, are overreacting. They are absolutely overreacting from the player base because, A, this is not Blizzard's job. It's not Blizzard's job to make sure other people's services are doing a thing. In other words, all right, let me give you some background real quick for people that don't understand what's going on. Uh, GeForce Now, which has been in beta for a long time, finally launched a week ago uh, for four ninety nine a month. They also have a free tier, and they have nine months free. And it's a cloud gaming service. And you essentially... Their big selling point over something like Stadia, which is go buy games and play them on their store, their thing is, hey, do you already have Steam? Do you already have Epic? Do you already have Uplay? Do you already have a whole bunch of games you own? Oh, cool, because all you got to do is log into this machine, verify who you are, and now you can play those games anywhere on the crappiest of hardware. Uh, It doesn't matter. You can just play them, and and you'll play them with all the flashy effects that an RTX card can provide and... And it's a nice, cool uh, entry, I think, into that into that, uh, that space. For the last couple of years, part of the beta was uh, Battle.net. You could play WoW and Diablo and all the Blizzard games via this service, anywhere you're at, on the crappiest of hardware, and still have it look amazing. Again, using cloud gaming uh, technology. And it worked great. People loved it. A lot of people really got used to it. And when it went out of beta and went into full launch last week, it was still there and was for an entire week. And then this week, just a couple of days ago, Blizzard yanked it. So it's no longer a thing you can do if you have the Now service. You can still do all your Steam games and everything else you own, but if you were hoping it would continue in perpetuity with the Blizzard stuff, that got pulled. So there's a couple of theories floating around. People freaked out about it, of course. Of course they do. Um... I, don't, I think the freak out is a little misplaced. The freak out is just sort of, I don't know, maybe it's just bad timing or whatever, but this isn't just like another, oh, another thing Blizzard did, another Activision mistake. Like, this is just a thing that happened that doesn't, you know, it's not their job to make sure now plays their games. Uh, they didn't, you know, ask for it. They're not paid into it. They don't get a cut you're of it. You're
1: mischaracterizing it a little bit. How? I, I How? think
0: you're mischaracterizing it a little
1: bit. Give, give it to I, me. And okay. I'm, so first of all, I do want to reiterate. I haven't seen a freak out. Maybe I have. I mean, obviously, if you go look at the forums, there is always going to be a freak out about everything. But I I don't think it's fair to call it a freak out from my point of view. Okay. Um, second thing, the reason if that if that there would be a freak out is that the logic behind it is well, it's my game, um, and I paid for it and i would, should be able to access it however i want mm-hmm. and you don't have the right to tell me where i can access my game because i paid for it mm-hmm. and i think that's the logic behind it there's reasons why that doesn't correspond exactly to what's
0: happening but um yeah that's the yeah that's the, that's the, the r- that's thing. roughly my take i mean the freak out i'm referring to is mostly i got a whole lot of people on twitter and i know that's where freakouts happen as well so i'm not saying this is a great sample group of people to find out who's freaking out or not but a fair amount of you know people upset about it and who had been using the beta and thought it was going to be there and now it's not there so all of that being said i have two theories and i would like to present them to the panel for dissemination okay here are my two theories number one they may have done this because of their recent huge contract signed with google who owns stadia and part of that Google cloud service thing was they're streaming all of their eSports stuff. They're doing a lot of other cloud-based tech stuff through Google's technology, through their backend. And Google also owns Stadia. That may have been a reason for them to say, oh, well, hey, what if uh, part of this deal is that we'll we'll push your stuff out on Stadia? That's possible. Now, the reason I don't love that theory is because Stadia doesn't currently do this system of you already own games. Cool, play them through Stadia. That doesn't work that way. Right now, Stadia is... Buy games on Stadia. They're separate, and you buy them again if you already own them, so it's not quite the same. So I don't love that theory. If that's the theory, it's a bad one, and I don't like it if that's what they end up doing. The theory I actually believe in the most and actually makes me excited, and this is what I really want you guys to give me some commentary on, is this. Blizzard is working with... Okay, so one of the stated goals of Stadia back in the day when they announced it Google said we want to do two things. We're going to have our own service, our store, our ecosystem, all of that. But we're also going to let people white label the technology, which means somebody can come in and say, we're going to use all this back end, we're going to use all this front end, and we're going to integrate it into our services, and it's now just ours. We're licensing it from Google, and we can have our own cloud-based services, whatever those cloud-based services may be, real-time gaming or otherwise. And I think this might mean, I have nothing to base this on other than a hunch, I think this might mean that Blizzard might white label their own streamable version of the Battle.net client so that wherever you have the Battle.net client, it can play your games locally on the drive like you're doing now. All that stuff stays normal. But if you want to play stuff from the cloud on an old Mac notebook or you want to play it on your old PC, your Dell PC that's just not up to snuff anymore, or you want to play it on a tablet or all these other ways that these things are happening now... uh you'll be able to use the BattleNet client as the cloud streaming software to do so that will be the interface and after messing around with now all week and after messing around with stadia a little bit i'm convinced they could do that and do it pretty easily especially if they take advantage of this white label opportunity and if they do that it makes sense because they've already got this big contract with google so it's probably just a throw-in for them um and that's the best outcome, in my opinion. It'd be nice if it ran on now because people, you know, seem to be liking that service. But if Blizzard, and this, this all hinges on Blizzard doing it for free, by the way. So if Blizzard says, hey, Battle.net is now a cloud streaming client. So all your games are in the cloud as well as on your drives and all your synced saves and everything else. Go at it. That's just now part of Battle.net. That would be actually a really cool thing for them to do. If they say, "Hey, it's another five bucks a month on top of whatever other stuff you're paying for," I don't love that. Like that could be weird. Oh, five bucks seems reasonable, but I think people will balk at it because, like, if you're already paying for Wow and then you want another five to do this, uh,
1: oh, that's the yeah. With Wow, it's an issue, but and that's the problem for the idea of a general. But anyway that's a different conversation the general subscription to blizzard stuff is difficult to imagine because you already have the wow subscription everything else could work it could be separate but like right. wow is included but if you want everything else then you have to pay this five bucks sub- of subscription and you can play your other games but then do you have to buy them or is it included in the subscription that could be an alternative but yeah anyway so there are many possible versions of this but uh yeah garrett garrett what
0: do you think what do you
2: think well, I didn't really know this was a thing, um, so I can't say I'm disappointed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, so Someone tweeted at both of us got with this thing, and they're like, oh, my God, uh, Blizzard. And I was just like, oh, this is a thing. Well, I, I'm already playing WoW, which means I already have a computer, which means this doesn't affect me,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, was kind of my initial gut reaction to it. Um, but I, I kind of find the whole thing odd. Um, I just found out the other day, and it's also been mentioned in some stories that are covering this, that, that Blizzard even has a, tur- a, th- a line in their EULA saying you can't play their games via you know, cloud connections to your home computer or whatever, which I just think is weird. Mm. I don't know why you would have that in the first place. Yeah, it is um, weird. Unless you see these kind of things coming. So I think you might be onto something, Scott. I think they might, might kind of see this shift maybe, although it seems like that line has been in the EULA forever.
0: It has um, been. The fact that they're... So it
1: was added... it it was added i have a little bit of context for this and i can't find the person on twitter with whom we had this exact conversation um a week ago and i apologize because we essentially broke it down um before it happened but uh essentially it was added when um uh, shadow pc became a thing and they banned it seems a, a handful of people Um, when they added it and it doesn't, I don't know that they stayed banned, but, um, they banned people for using shadow PC, but it was like a year and a half ago and they didn't ban anyone else for using shadow PC, even though, uh, a lot of people have been using them for a long time. Shadow PC, for those who don't know, it's a little bit different from um, the the service that uh, NVIDIA offers because you have access to a virtual PC. There is no change in the interface. It's essentially um, whether you boot your PC locally or boot the PC in a uh, data center is the same. So when you log in, you have a desktop, a Windows desktop. So It's almost like uh, you've got a really long
0: monitor cable and a really long keyboard and mouse cable to a whole other computer in another place, yeah kind of yeah, like exactly.
1: That. yeah exactly and so you have to install the games on that distant pc and maintain them and update them and all of that right. and so my uh, theory on the on that twitter thread was they put that in to because streaming services were becoming a thing and they wanted to make sure that um, streaming services needed a license and it was either because they want to make sure that the quality of the service is up to par, so that it doesn't create a subpar experience for their customers, and slash or because they want to license the thing and make money out of it to those who use their games on that service. Right. The thing well, is, both could also legally, be true. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah,
1: yeah. I think I, I think it's it's possibly both. Yeah. Um, I I, I know lawyer but I my sense is for a service like shadow pc where you have a distant pc it seems to me that it would be a difficult legal argument to say you have to uh, you, people can't do that um maybe it's possible i'm sure you know the armies of lawyers at, at activision blizzard could make it happen but it seems to me like it makes less legal sense than what is happening with the um gforce now because for those who haven't used it while it does work, and it works pretty well technically, the the, the premise of uh, transforming the UI from a PC into a game launcher is not very well executed, at least with GeForce now. What I mean is uh, that the interface is wonky for, depending on the games but you sometimes have to launch a launcher and have people log into the launcher and then launch the game and the system texts if the game has launched or not and then closes it down but sometimes it doesn't work and um, you have to log in every time you launch the thing on battle.net at least so they haven't found a way so it is a little bit wonky technically it does work and uh, you could if you're running a mac until blizzard took them away you could actually just launch uh overwatch launch overwatch on your mac and play it very decently
0: um yeah i, I i'd <laughs> argue more than just decently i think it played it, their tech their actual streaming tech their cloud tech is super strong out of the gate it seems very good it delivers yes. what they promise <clears throat> and it was very so, playable. Yeah, that, that's, but, yeah.
1: that's actually true. You, you can play it like completely normally, except you need, so I had issues with language. I had to, it launched in French for some reason, I think because it detects the, uh, the, the language from Windows. So it launched it in French and I couldn't save the settings. I had to log into the client, the Battle.net client, every time I launched uh, the thing. Um, I use the free version. Maybe it's different on the paid version. It's possible. But so there were those little issues that create a an arguably uh, poor experience for um, customers. And I think the reason why they attacked or they asked uh, NVIDIA to take that off and not shadow pc is for that reason yeah um and and the other part is definitely it would make complete sense for blizzard to create some form of streaming service or to partner with an existing streaming service to um you know to have that available to customers so both
0: all of these can be true i think and all of these might be true i think the chat room calling it BattleNet reforged is pretty funny um i I don't think they'll (laughs) do that but that's well done uh yeah, I I really feel pretty strong about the possibility of either white labeling or doing themselves or working with somebody else. It's entirely possible, but I just think the legal argument is a is a shaky one. And the shake in the case of Shadow PC, like you mentioned, you're basically you're paying. It would be like Blizzard saying, "Well, I'm sorry, you can't play that on that PC. You're paying installments for or renting." Like if I brought, uh, there are services where you can rent a computer, for example. Here locally, we have places that do this. Go buy buy a gaming computer, bring it home, pay them 10 bucks a month to use that computer. Blizzard's not going to tell me, I'm sorry, you can't play Blizzard games on that computer. To me, that is no different than saying I can't play them on Shadow PC. And like you said, they've pulled away from that, and I think rightly so, because again, it is literally a PC. I mean, they...
1: They they might do it still. It's a it's a French company that's expanding now. It's a lot smaller than Nvidia. Maybe they right. it's not on their radar
0: yet. Right, that it's entirely possible. You're right. right, but it would be. I that, mean it it that, is on their radar, but no. that's <laughs> when I would be bummed about that kind of decision making because uh, you're you're telling users what kinds of computers they can have, and saying whether whether or not they can play it on those things. And I don't think there's a good legal argument there. I really don't because even i, mean, I think it's legally, even i think it's even iffy with or with now because GeForce now is really providing a very similar thing yes it's not a unified it's not the win it's not a windows box that you can go and manage like a windows box but it's still you know it's still a pc interact yeah rack but it's somewhere
1: it's wonky it it is wonky i mean it's like okay i'm going to you know make your podcast available to people but there's going to be some weird parasite sounds all the time it's like it, it changes the experience, but you're right. Uh, even you know, regardless of whether or not it's legal, it's legally sound. Um, uh, there was an issue with a service at uh, uh, what was the name of the service that would uh, rent a rent you a, a, a dime sized antenna somewhere in the U S. Oh, and they yeah. would stream the do you remember that yeah i had it and they that saw didn't its, hold up saw, right? they saw, buried it the, the tv channels buried it in in legal yeah it was issues. bad we had it here in so, salt lake
0: city i forgot the name of it but we were one right. of the area Dime that's what it was called area Porter
1: or some some yeah
0: yeah it was area we had and, one, and
1: so i think that yeah it's still I think that's that the lawyers pretty could different be, they, though i mean is it, though? it is because it was has, it was
2: because you're you're paying directly for these games like like especially if we're going to use battle net as an example like you still have to log into your account which means you still have to have purchased these games right uh which is why i'm more on on scott's side of the fence of like who gives a crap like if they're really that worried about quality control i don't know put a line saying sorry if you're calling in to complain that you're connecting through seven different lines of connection through the internet you've got
0: some lag we can't help you with that that's on you yeah or you know, call call your call your your cloud provider. I mean, they they do. I think I think what needs to happen is not just Blizzard, but everybody needs to start looking at these these possibilities. That includes the upcoming X Cloud from Microsoft, includes Stadia, includes everybody's cloud gaming uh, stuff. And there is a there are billions of dollars being spent on a bet that this is going to be a huge thing in the future. And I actually think it might. Um, it you know a whole, we could have a whole other show about whether it would re- usurp the actual. You know, guys like us who all want hardware in their house, I don't think it will. We'll always have our thing, but this is—you know—this is going to be a thing for a large portion of gamers who can't currently get the kind of fidelity that this will provide, and they need to get on board with the idea that these are just additional platforms for people to play their games on. So I'm not really they mad don't at Blizzard need to get
1: on board with anything. They, they can do whatever. I'm the not legal saying. I'm not saying they to have do. to. <laughs>
0: I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if Blizzard wants to. If Blizzard wants to fight that and not and not do it, well, then that's on them. But I think it's to their detriment to do that. Is what I'm saying. There's no reason oh, yeah, for them not to do it. Point, yeah. There's no reason for them not to do it. It doesn't benefit them Honestly, at all no, to do this to to avoid it. If that's what they're doing, and we don't know if they are or not.
1: On 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 um, on GeForce now, I'm really. I mean, yeah, we've said it already, but I think the, it it makes sense for them to want their customers to not have to not understand like. I don't know that everyone core gamers are going to understand what's happening there's a lot of people if this becomes big that are going to go like what the hell is this service blizzard sucks you know it's i don't know who is responsible for that sucking it's a blizzard game it doesn't work well <laughs> you know it's I, I think it it makes some sense and you can disagree but i don't think it's like it, it it's ridiculous if they attacked shadow pc I would be a little a little bit more on board with you. I think it makes you know it, it holds up less. But regardless, I think what you said earlier makes even more sense. Which is, if they do have a service for themselves um, that does some streaming, then they will want to make sure that it's the 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 one service that they can monetize and you know control. Um, and that's I think a different. Conversation and I'm
0: fine with like them. Weather. I like I say, if they're if Battle.net becomes a streaming client, that's a that's awesome. Do it, go for it, make it so. But it's then,
1: a, would they have the rights, quote unquote, rights to, um, to to shut down Shadow PC to make sure that no their streaming? No, I'll bet there. you,
0: I'll bet you, they have to leave things like that alone. Uh, and I'll bet they can get a little more picky about things like now because now doesn't offer the unified experience. Mm-hmm. Um, they may still so you're may, kind
1: of on board with the iffiness of now, but not on on Shadow. PC I mean, I guess I guess what, what I
0: happens. am is I guess I'm uh, the only argument I could see Blizzard making that makes any sense to me is to say there are just too many at this stage of the game, and this is going to be true because we're at the kind of the cusp of this becoming a thing. They could make the argument, oh well, too much lag, can't control it. Too much of it's out of our hands. It's a QA nightmare, blah, blah, blah. I could see them making I, that I don't think argument. I that's even
1: the issue with now. It's not about the lag. I think if it's a, a usability issue, it's really just about the UI, not about... Well, it's about lag. the
0: lag for people who have shitty internet or have enough of a pipe, but it isn't performing well that week. Like, uh, there, there are factors there that Blizzard can't control is what I'm saying. And I think it's fair okay. to say that we don't know. Yeah, we don't so, know. We like, don't know. It's all—it's no, just the, speculation. The point that's is that
1: they're know. not shutting down Shadow PC, and that's the indication. But yeah, we—we we don't really know. But that's you know what we're—we're we're speculating on all of this anyway, not just on that. Part. I just
0: think that Blizzard should want to have their stuff everywhere. And the thing is, if 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 uh, you can't, what?
1: Scott, you can't decide for them what the, it's like you can't make someone make the right decision they have I'm to not make saying, decision for i'm not saying i'm not saying they
0: should do anything i'm saying what i would love to see them do i see i'm I, so let me okay, make that clear i'm not yeah. saying blizzard do this thing or i'm pissed i'm saying there's zero loss to them to make sure that any kind of computer that can run their games should be able to run their games no you they can't already okay, do that that's, semant- that's a little bit of semantics but it's It's not for you to
1: decide that there's zero loss for them. You can't decide. This is is us deciding what's what they should do.
2: That's what a (laughs) podcast is, Patrick. I hate to break that news (laughs) to you
0: but You know, like, fair enough. If,
1: but but then but then I'm gonna start deciding what you have to do with your comics, Scott. Just so you
0: know. No, no, no. That's not the same. People that's do a that bad... all the time. You ever read his Twitter re- replies? Yeah, Jesus. I get people are trying to write that <laughs> thing spend all day. Too
1: much time on Twitter. That's the the conclusion of all of it.
0: People want that. People want that. Uh, that comic, the thing I'm doing right now. They want it to end with Fred eating a bowl of creamed corn. That's how they want it to end. And I don't think <laughs> I think it's <laughs> the best ending. I think, I think that is dark. That, that is dark and and crazy. But maybe it'll happen. Or man anyway. eating a bowl of Fred. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) it's even better dude even better subvert those expectations but the point of all of this in my mind is this it's about changing the paradigm in our heads about what is a pc moving forward we're gonna have to start addressing this is what i'm getting at and i'm not saying blizzard has to do anything i just think it's to their detriment to try to oh no 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 keep it all here keep it all here it's gonna hurt them In the long run, it's going to hurt them not just in a PR way, but it's going to hurt them in a market share way. So I hope what's happening is they're being even more forward thinking than this and working on at least maybe their own solution or a deal with Google or something else is going on so that Blizzard isn't left behind in that particular part of the race. Because that race is coming, whether you like it or not, it's happening.
1: But the thing is, the, the, the key characteristic of these new systems, these game streaming uh, systems, is that they're available on everything, on everywhere, right? And so what that means, if you're in a world where you have 15 different services, it's not like a different platform that you have to acquire to be able to, uh, you know, you don't have an in, uh, the same kind of incentive of being everywhere because your one platform is already everywhere. It's not like um, you you have to be available on uh, Mac and PC and PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. If you have a streaming service, it's already available everywhere any streaming service is. So if they are designing one of them, I don't think the same argument holds that they need to be available on all of them and on GeForce Now and on whichever one happens to arrive uh, or to exist. Because you can just.
0: Okay, yeah, but what's the downside the of that? Have, right? Unless so unless it's... they have a big money play, what's the downside? Then, because well, the money, of course, that
1: I'm sure the main. Okay, <laughs> argument. But, but I'm saying what I'm saying that, is
0: b- weigh the money the money option for having their uh, doing their own thing and controlling how far it goes out, or the money option of just making your ecosystem available as many places as possible, so that you make more money because more people are playing your games because it's everywhere. Well. Again, that I don't think
1: we don't have the papers and the numbers well, to we know don't. how that works. But I suspect, I suspect that if you, if you get people to play in your ecosystem and then they buy stuff from your uh, neighboring games and in-game, uh, not currency, but in-game stuff and, and loot boxes and skin and all of that, it makes more money for you. And you have a, a huge incentive to get people to use your system rather than other people's systems. And not only that, but you also control the experience um, that those uh, people have. And I I didn't even think about this before, but in that um, system, you essentially bypass the Blizzard, the Battle.net launcher. That might be a huge factor in it because you launch the game directly. But with this system, you can't launch the Battle.net launcher. You, you can install it on your PC if you want, but the point of that thing is to not have to install anything because you run all of it uh, you know, uh, uh, on the cloud. Mm. So it essentially bypasses the Battle.net launcher, which I'm sure a lot of people have a, at Blizzard have a lot of problems with.
0: Yeah, I could it see is, that. It's, I think it's, I think it it it's wrong-headed, though, because the ecosystem is your login, and I think platforms are less important, ecosystems are taking over, and by ecosystems, I mean this. Like X Cloud. Microsofts planning on having xcloud enabled games on the Switch for all for, for for of all things. Like Sony is putting their games on PC this year for the first time. Uh, Microsoft is already doing crazy things with cross platform and you're starting to see those barriers break down of of keep it in my garden wall. Keep it in my garden wall. Keep it in my garden wall instead we're seeing a okay. lot of movement toward stay in no, our ecosystem and we no, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me finish. There's a lot of sort of we want to be, we want you to have our stuff and get it wherever you want our stuff. There is a movement in that direction, whether you want to agree with me or not. There is absolutely a no, movement. in No, it's Microsoft that's doing this. It's not just Microsoft. Okay, it's not just Microsoft. There's a whole bunch of there are there are all kinds of people doing this, and there's and I don't mean just the big who, big. We, okay, who? Sony. I just mentioned Sony. Sony's starting to put their games Sony, on different platforms. Don't... They put like, okay, we're going to get into an argument about the platform wars. It's not, but, okay, let's move on. No, no, hold on. There's a giant penis in the chat room. Hold on. I got to <laughs> <laughs> ban it. I got to ban it. I got to ban it. Okay, it's gone. We got rid of it. Oh, that guy's oh, been man. showing up That's every day be in TMS. Kind of troll right there. <laughs> he shows up in TMS. Whoever this is, shows up in TMS every day. And now he's moved on to the instance. So it's fantastic. Anyway, oh, good god, thank you. I I, I think um, what's I think what's probably happening, Patrick, we can do this on a different show or something. I think you are actually kind of misunderstanding my my take on this. I'm not saying okay. that suddenly nobody cares about their platforms. I'm saying what they're starting to care more about is that you have a in Microsoft's case, you have a Microsoft login. And in, with that login, you get access to all of their services. They care less about where you're logging in and the fact that you are logging in. They want you on down where whatever places you can find them they want you there and if that's not their xbox they're more okay with that now they're in a position to be more okay with that this generation than ever because they didn't win this generation and i understand that
1: it's not just that microsoft is making a play for infrastructure which is a very different issue Uh, you know game plan they're going to sell service to sony and to everyone and that's going to be part of it um and and that's not the same business, essentially. Microsoft is in a different business now. Um, and, and they're selling you the Game Pass and all of these things. And I don't think that that logic applies in the same way to companies like Blizzard and even uh, Sony, which is expanding, you're right, a little bit. But we have like MLB The Show and rumors about like the, the things we've heard is MLB The Show yeah. It's going to be on other platforms. Yeah. And rumors about uh, Horizon Zero Dawn after it's been out for like four years. So I think it's... I don't doubt they're going to be present on, on more things than before. But I would be surprised if uh, Sony was all of a sudden abandoning their um, exclusivity uh, uh, policies. You know, it's not going to be... Sony is not going to be doing the same thing as Microsoft. And I don't think that it's necessarily the right play for uh blizzard to become a little bit more loose with their uh uh, platform type
0: uh well in the case in the case of blizzard all we're saying is hey what if i could play my pc games on whatever pc i want to that's all that uh, plays. If they
1: have a streaming service then they can do that. And yeah. you don't need to to be on another streaming
0: service. If they have you, one, you yeah, You have sure, your own. Sure. But we're pure and, I mean and, it's pure and, speculation that they're even working on one. We don't know. Yeah. We have no idea.
1: Yeah. But but the the GeForce thing, I think we really stumbled upon a very solid reason for not allowing GeForce. The fact that people all of a sudden don't have a uh, you know can bypass your launcher is a big deal, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I them. think it's it's really a big problem for for uh, for Blizzard if that becomes more widespread. Yeah, but uh, who knows?
0: Well, we'll see how it all pans out. I'm I've been using GeForce now for a week, and I'm impressed with what they're doing. I think uh, Shadow PC is impressive. Good, yeah. There's a lot of stuff happening in that space. That I think is super interesting, and what, where it really clicked with me, and I finally think I got it, was when. Uh, I was just messing with it. And the first thing I saw in there was like dead cells. I'm like, oh, I have dead cells. Let's just run dead cells. I run dead cells and it, it, it just goes, oh, here's your cloud data. Play where were you already left off for the 400 hours you spent that game. And I was just playing it and it was responsive and I didn't have any lag between my controller and what I was seeing happen on screen. And it was great. And then when I was done, I exited it and I went and picked it up on my PC later in the installed version. And there it was with that updated save file with all the progress I made while I was on the cloud. And all the possibilities started flooding my head like, wow, I could be on the road yeah. and do that. I could be on my iPad and do that. I could have a controller hooked to my phone like there's so many possibilities. This technology
1: is is the kind of thing that you understand when you try it yeah. and it you understand the magic and you're you get behind it in a way that you didn't before. Mm-hmm. Um it certainly is very impressive, and it clicks when you you get a version that works. Yeah,
0: um, it has me excited but, in a way that I wasn't expecting because I was at this point I was yeah. always like, well, it's never going to really affect me. You know, guys like me, you and Garrett, we're we're gonna go get our cards and our cool PC upgrades. We're still gonna be blah blah blah. But but <laughs> but I can see how there's a huge section of the market that doesn't want to do that. That doesn't want to spend that money. That doesn't have a incentive from their businesses to do that. They're just like, ugh, I don't want to buy a new computer just so I can play that one game. It's not even
1: that. It's even people who do want to do that might will have a lot of use cases where, where it will be a lot cooler or practical to, to use th- those kinds of services. Mm-hmm. Um, and and there's a lot of people who think it's all or, or nothing who are like super curmudgeony about the possibility mm-hmm. who don't understand that it doesn't have to be either you play with only this or or none of it. Right. And th- what you're saying is completely true. It is coming. It's going to take a few years. It's going oh, yeah. to Oh, we're not tomorrow. there yet. Yeah. Um we're not there. But yet. it is absolutely unavoidable that it's going to become a part of the gaming industry and the the gaming uh, habits of every gamer. Yeah. So at some point. It, I I have no doubt that a, in it, Blizzard has plans to be part of this somehow. I don't know how, but I think down the line they will be you know either on a competing service or with their own white box things from stadia or someone else or
0: yeah just do just make it so i can use you know white label white label it put it in the battle.net client that's amazing everyone would love that and and you can and then you have that point-to-point control and the only if is the internet that's it then they have the control and they keep what you're what you're saying may be important to them so i'm and that's a win-win i think doesn't have to be everywhere, but the everywhere I want is over the cloud and it can be, I don't care who's giving it to me. It can be them. Just don't charge an exorbitant amount of money for us to do that. That's all. <laughs> well, there you might be disappointed. There uh, lies the rub.
1: <laughs> Brett, Brett is the one we had that conversation with on Twitter. Thank you, Brett, for getting us to think about it before it actually happened.
0: Yeah, thanks, Brett. You're the best. All right. Hey, check this out. This is exciting uh garrett i know you like this sort of thing because there's gonna be a ton of art in here exploring azeroth the eastern kingdoms book you want that don't you don't you want that on your coffee table or whatever you have these days
2: uh, not as much as i want them to, con- to start putting out concept art for the expansions again i don't <sighs> know why they stopped those books yeah,
0: why did they stop doing that what was the deal I don't there know. to
2: get me to stop buying collector's editions i guess because that's what happened <laughs>
0: Well, i, I can't uh, blame you. Kind of, that was my favorite part of the collector's editions as well. And I don't know why they don't do that anymore. I mean, we know they're doing the art. It's not like that stopped. So,
2: yeah, I don't know. You know. It's uh, it's strange. Um, it sounds interesting kind of in the la, I don't a lot understand of of what Chronicle, it is. well here like here's their here's the blizzard
0: quote and we'll, we'll get more out of this blizzard says for over a quarter of a century players of Warcraft and World of Warcraft have been treated to a treasure trove of artifacts gear weaponry and trinkets of both awe and amusement now players will get an in-depth look at the items they have collected and some they uh, might not have just yet with the exquisite art and framing story involving the no-nonsense Matthias Shaw and high-spirited Captain Flynn Fair Fairwind. Uh, This book covers the continent of the Eastern Kingdoms from Stormwind to Stranglethorn, Plaguelands to Palaces, uh, or yeah, and and all the lands in between. I think it's just like here's all the stuff and all the things you've ever seen there, and here's some places, and here's some things you would have gotten off a boss in this particular place, and here's up up close uh, concepts, art slash paintings of those things. And like it sounds like that kind of thing. And it's playing on your nostalgia for your journey. Through the Eastern Kingdoms, and one would assume that there is a Kalimdor version of this in the works. I would. If
2: it feels like something that you would buy for a pen and paper RPG.
0: A little bit, yeah. Like that's a, the vibe like I got too. Yeah, that's uh, that's yeah. that's a good way of saying it. Um, I mean, it's but, uh,
2: it, it seems a little little along the lines of Chronicle, which I rather enjoyed. So I am going to give it a chance.
0: Yeah, give that a shot. Why not? Uh, let's see, chat room. You guys can actually see this. Let me pull this up. There it is. There's no photo yet, um, but there is a listing on Amazon for 25 bucks for a hardcover. It comes out October 20th of this year. And, uh, yeah. I don't know why they don't have a photo yet, but maybe they just aren't that far along. But 25 bucks, not bad. Nice hardcover book. People like those. Why the heck not? Uh, also, Blizzard's trying to get more WoW Classic going, which I guess is a thing. Uh, I, I'm a little surprised by this, but... We can speculate. Um, WoW Classic has a new player offer. Through February 24th, new players save 50% on WoW Classic. Begin your adventure today is their offer. The offer is valid through the 24th of the month. Uh, It applies to the first 30 days of the game on a new World of Warcraft account. Game time includes access to both WoW Classic and World of Warcraft, including its... uh, Well, not including its new expansion, I guess. That's sold separately. Uh, Anyway, they're running motivating promotions to get more people to play wow classic which yeah i think that
2: brings it down to like seven dollars and change it's uh
0: pretty cheap why do you think they need to do i mean this is just a normal thing you just have a, uh, a, I, a I mean yeah, strategically
2: we're about to hit a major lull in retail yeah. and it's all a sub at the end of the day so why not try and drive more subs um, do, probably, do it so from they the have system.
1: promotions for everything all the time right so. yeah
2: right right i think it's but like yeah, we are about to hit a big wall as far as retail 8.3 is the final patch of the expansion do you think it's a uh,
0: so, like let's do it from the angle of you know because this could be in this could just be another push to get people into retail but this is like the angle of hey wow classic remember that that's the thing we just started doing this last... like i said you still need a sub to play it so i think they're right. just trying to drive subs at a time where
2: there's not a whole lot of reason to keep subbing yeah um uh but also i mean blackwing lair just got released so there was a you know a big push for new classic stuff as well
0: that's true so is that driven you to want to get back in there and crank out the 60 and do that stuff or no uh
2: not at the moment because i am rather enjoying 8.3 um you know i've actually started raiding on thursday nights oh regular team like a a group sort of deal uh yeah i'm 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 tanking for uh for a group that um is it's their alt it's their alt night because they're they're running heroic oh so. okay <laughs> it's not it's not like a hardcore group uh but it, it's going really well because they're all seasoned raiders
0: no that's great you love uh, you love to go with guys like that yeah
2: i'm really stoked to be tanking again i uh i missed
0: it how <laughs> i saw yeah i saw something on twitter where you were like uh just raving about tanking and spanking again and i know. tanking is so much fun it is phenomenal and it's i really missed it, it too Spanking's fun. Spanking
2: is great too. You know, if you're into that, I don't know what y'all are doing on your Valentine's, but well,
1: you know, Patrick's. You know, <laughs> he's the Frencher. They're yeah. known for their. Uh, I mean, just like you, Garrett, I, I'm spending it with my most romantically beloved people in the world.
0: Yes, uh, that's na- you too. Her, no, her, I love her, you too, Patrick. Yeah, her name is. Uh, she said, oh, "Wait, I was gonna make an Overwatch joke, and I can't think of it." Again, they go to us. Oh, her (laughs) name. Her name is Mercy, and heroes never die. Which, by the way, I want (laughs) to make a point about Mercy real quick. That's an outright Junkrat and uh, she's lying. By the way, that's an outright lie to say heroes never die. She literally lets a ton of them die because now that thing's on cooldown, and she can only save one. Right. I mean, does does she do they like?
1: uh, Are they available in the game again after at some point?
0: Yeah, but okay. Well, so
1: they're not dead. They're comic book dead. They're they're not really dead. Dead. They're video game but they're dead. Still called. They're, they're still called a death.
0: Yeah, they still call it a death. Is See, it? that's it where it's never confusing. It's a Thirty death. to
1: sixty times per match.
0: Yeah, I re- and, and
1: I realize... I mean, <laughs> yeah. Captain know. America died a couple of times. Yeah, no, you're right. Died. You're right. Spoiler alert, man. Yeah.
0: God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the way I look at it is they die. But in video games, you can't. None of that stuff works in video games. Because Varian Wrynn should be run, could have run back, get a corpse run. Why didn't Varian Wrynn do a corpse run and just get his body back? Well, because it's video games. It doesn't happen in the story. All those people die for real. It's not like... Because Blizzard's not ready to bring him back yet. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They get to decide when he corpse runs. And now is not the time. World All of right. Warcraft,
2: more resurrections than Dragon Ball Z.
0: There you go. That's the new slogan. They're going to roll that out this fall. Very excited. Look forward to it. All right, now this. All right, we're gonna talk about what's going on around the rest of Blizzard. Man, I had the most bummer Hearthstone game. I was telling Garrett about it on text, but I got like second. I was second place for a long time, first place for a hot minute, and then right up to the third to the last round, or second last round, whatever it was, I was still in second. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm gonna be in the top three. I'm gonna for the first time, I'm gonna get one, two, or three here. This is gonna be amazing. And in those three rounds, I got... I lost in... in uh, I, I got kicked out. I was out of it. Done. Dead. Out. Like, what's that game, yeah. dude? Jeez, Louisa. Uh, oh. uh,
2: your, your 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 placement over the course of the game is... It means essentially nothing.
0: It really doesn't, does it?
2: Because um, if you're not... If you don't have, like, an endgame strategy, you're not drafting, or, or, like, there's so many things that can go wrong in a game of Battlegrounds. Um, you can go from first to eighth really quickly. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it really just means jack-all how long you've been in second and first place over the course of the game.
0: Well, now that we're in Hearthstone, let's t- talk about anything going on there. Anything of note? I guess the all all of the single-player content's out now? They're done with it, that? it is
2: done, yeah. This was week four, the final week of Galakrown's Awakening. Um, talked a lot about it on Angry Chicken. I thought the adventure was kind of terrible. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, all right. Yeah, I think the new cards are cool, um, so I'm still happy with my money. Um, uh, but, like... I always used to kind of look down on people that were complaining about the old adventures, being like, "Oh, I just want the cards; I don't want to play the content." I'm like, "Oh, it's fine; just play the content." And this time, I'm like, "This was a chore. I wish I could have just paid my money, got my cards, and moved on." Wow. Um, it, I didn't think um, there that's was only two uh, for me. There's only two of the encounters that stood out to me at all. The rest of them felt like I was playing with normal underpowered decks, mm. and it didn't really nothing really stuck out to me. That's, so uh, that's too bad. It's weird. It's weird, and also I just kind of just still battlegrounds is still scratching a, a major itch over there. So
0: yeah, I was going to say when I get onto Battlenet and I look on who's in there, um, everybody who's playing Hearthstone is always in battlegrounds. That's all I ever see. I don't see them playing any other modes. I'm sure people are, but you know my my the limited view. The vibe I'm view.
2: getting from uh, you know buddies on the team is that it's a runaway success in terms of how many people are playing it.
0: Do you think they pivot and go? Hey, we should really lean into this and make Battlegrounds a giant part of the game moving forward. Or do you think it? Just I think it's remains- already
2: a giant part of the game. Um, I think. I don't know. I. I. I if I were them, um, and also if, like, if I don't. They. I think we're gonna see them go at it a different way. I don't know. Like, they've gotta monetize it better, right? Like, mm-hmm. right now it's like you I guess the only way you really feel like you need to spend money is to get that third hero unlock when you get 20 packs from the most recent right. expansion right so like looking at them if it's as successful as I'm seeing it it's like they've got to do something and I don't know what it is like do they sell cosmetics like ways to make your heroes look different make ways to make your minions look different I don't know what they do um, because that's what other auto battlers do, right? Like right. there's ways to kind of, you know, pimp your board and mm-hmm. uh, things like auto chess and whatnot, but I don't know how they, they haven't really done a lot of that with Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. Um, generally. Yeah, that's so, true. And I don't know why. I don't know if there's like a limitation. Um, I mean, we have a few custom heroes and in, in regular Hearthstone, but not that many you would, I would think there'd be like hundreds of them by this point.
0: Yeah. You'd think, um, right. And
2: instead there's like not even twenties of them at yeah, this point. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. It's it's weird. My my, I don't really know where they go from here because it's so different from regular Hearthstone, and the way that they monetize that is like a, any traditional card game. They just put new cards out, but that doesn't you can't do that in an auto battler. So I don't know. No. I have no idea. But it seems like it's wildly freaking successful. I mean, if you look at YouTube views, you look at Twitch views, you look like you said anecdotally, you look at your friends list, mm-hmm. everyone's playing Battlegrounds.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's a hell of a thing. I mean, I don't I don't think it goes as far as the way you know the Fortnite. Fortnite's uh, you versus the world thing or save the world thing just got smashed by the mode that they introduced, and now Fortnite is really nothing but the but the uh, the, the battle royale. I'm not saying they go that far. Obviously, it's not like it's going to usurp its core game, but it's. Uh, I mean, it seems like they were onto it here. This seems like the right the right mode at the right time, and people like it. I like it. I'm terrible at it, but I like it. Yeah, them. I
2: wanted to do more uh, tournaments with it. They did a, they did one show tournament and that was it. And, yeah. and I realized it's not as like strictly competitive as as regular Hearthstone esports, but that one tournament they put on was really fun to watch. Um yeah. and they haven't done anything
0: since. Well, good luck to them with that. I hope they keep expanding on it. And yeah. new uh, you know, I would actually buy things like a new board. I think that's cool. I like that. Sort of yeah, stuff. And
2: they, said they're, they, they said they're going to be adding dragons as a tribe to oh, Battlegrounds.
0: Oh, all right then. There you go. Murloc's still a problem for me. And demons. Demons are bad. They kill me.
2: Uh, well, they just nerfed demons yesterday.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I should get uh, it again. The
2: floating watcher, that guy that gets big and says, Yes! Every time you, yeah. you, you hurt yourself. Yeah. Uh, he is now rank four instead of rank three. So you can't find him until later in the game.
0: Good. F that guy. He sucks. Uh, Overwatch, not a lot going on. Patrick, you've been playing a bunch. What do you think of the Overwatch these days? Yeah. Still fun, still it good. It is,
1: uh, well, the thing that's going on is, uh, the Overwatch League, mm. um, which oh, started right. up again on YouTube, as, as you mentioned earlier. Um, I mean, it's going, it's going pretty well, it seems. It was, uh, the first week last week. I watched a bunch of, uh, the French, the Paris Eternal games. It was fun. There are a few minor, uh, adjustments, uh, in a in a recent patch, it's balance stuff, nothing major, and um, that's about it. I mean, uh, clearly everyone's in. Uh, let's uh, crank out Overwatch Two mode at the team because, yeah, Overwatch League is the one thing that's happening.
0: Yeah, it does feel like all hands are on deck on something, and Overwatch Two would be the the clear indicator. Uh, or yeah. maybe
1: it's uh, that uh, all of those mobile games that. Uh, Yeah, Kodak is talking about.
0: Yeah, might be. (laughs) Finally, those are going to make their... (laughs) reveal themselves at a perfect time for Blizzard to focus on a thing that would not piss their base off at all. It'll be fine. Don't worry, everybody. Uh, Diablo, Gears guy, took over. We talked about this already, so we don't have to go over it again, but I'm very curious about what that ends up looking like, what it matters. we talked about that? I think we did. Didn't we a couple weeks ago? I don't believe we did. Oh, I thought we did. All right, so the head of the Gears of War team been there for 15 years. Uh, left and is now in charge of Diablo 4 uh, in a leadership role. And um, that's all we know, really, uh, except he had a long history well, at Gears. He's
1: heading the Diablo franchise.
0: Yeah, the entire franchise, that's that's correct. Whatever that means. Um, from a leadership position, I, I assume that means, you know, overall direction and, you know, uh, who knows. I, so, I, I, I would assume well, they the, had somebody the closest- like that. But, yeah. Go ahead.
1: The closest thing I can imagine it being uh, to what we knew is um, Jalen Brack was producer, lead producer, I think, on um, World of Warcraft for a very long time. Yeah. And throughout that tenure, we had uh, Jeff Kaplan, Tom Tilton, Ian Hazakostas, all of those people who were actually game directors. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm guessing. Uh, ferguson will be in a not administrative but that kind of role Mm -hmm. not like direct game design um when he starts heading diablo and he's going to oversee multiple franchises but what um uh uh uh, brack was doing was like making sure that the servers were you know being sent where they should and opened like server farms are in the right place and merchandising was Going well on the production side. I mean, he was overseeing everything. Mm -hmm. So, not game design was not his main thing, I don't think. So, I think it's similar to that. Yeah.
0: Rod Ferguson said in his tweet that announced this, and that's how everyone had heard about it. That was essentially the announcement. He says, Starting in March, I will be joining Blizzard Entertainment to oversee the Diablo franchise. Leaving is bittersweet. I love our Gears family, the fans, and everyone at the coalition and Xbox. Uh, thank you it has been an honor and a privilege to work with all of you and he put up a huge group picture of the team over there um so yeah i uh you know we don't know we don't know what impact this has or if this was a needed you know there's there's nothing to read into this other than that's good leadership being moved to blizzard well
1: there's there's a little bit to read into it uh if you have someone who heads the franchise the entire franchise it means you have multiple games right. and you know so i guess that's we knew but maybe there's more than uh four and immortal right possibly they keep saying multiple projects so it might be uh, i and they also mentioned they're going to keep going back to the nostalgia well so a remake of diablo 2 is not out of the question uh take that for what you want it to be with uh, reforge issues but mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm guessing there's definitely more than one game happening. Is what I'm taking away from it. Side more n- than maybe two.
0: Side note: Gears Five is a good game. I don't know if anyone's played it. But it's very good. I like it.
2: It's not good. It's, it's not, not it's, it's incredible.
0: Would you say Garrett's on your list? I, said, and I have not
2: yet. It's on the list. I love Gears games. I just you know have limited time now.
0: Yeah, I bet you'd like it though. I, I'd be ser- I'd be curious about your take yeah. on it. I I enjoy. I have never not liked a Gears game, so I would probably like it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's strength and its fault is that
1: it's very close to the what the franchise has been before. So if you like it, you're probably going to like it. If you wanted something a little bit new, then it it's not very new.
0: Well, if you were like so me like, and you... In a world s- of
1: dramatically very strong video game <laughs> narratives, sometimes I just
2: want a bunch of muscle-bound people screaming.
0: Yeah, sometimes. And, uh, sometimes I want exactly that That's exactly me. <laughs> But in the case of um, Gears 5, I so I skipped 3 and 4, and so I was just in the mood again. So for me, it perfectly satisfied what I was looking for. Oh,
2: you hadn't played
0: 3? Yeah, I never played 3. I played I played yeah, I part, uh, I shouldn't say none of it, I think I played part of 3. But then, see, I was burned out on Gears right around then. And then me taking a break actually benefited me for 5, because 5 just felt fresh and new, and I, I really enjoyed it. Uh Warcraft 3 uh, Reforged had put out a patch last week. Didn't do much for m- some of the major concerns people have, but there were you know tweaks, fixes, bug fixes, stuff like that. Uh, Blizzard put out a statement essentially saying, hey, we're standing behind the game. We are excited about what we're going to do with it. It was a bit of a non-statement. They didn't really address the big issues people have with it, but uh, yeah, that's still a thing.
1: I think they officialized the um, the, the refund situation oh right they'll give immediate like, refunds there yeah yeah, yeah. You, you can get a refund no matter what happened you can you know it's just refund you're good yeah which is i think a good a good step
0: it is i wish they didn't have to take that step in the first place and the sure, game it would have sure. been amazing at launch so. but yes um as a as a fair to consumers sort of move it's the right thing to do and i'm glad they did it um yeah i'm still gonna beat it but I'm waiting for. I'm going to let it patch up a little bit more before I do it. I need to let that be a little less salty before I go back in and finish the campaign. Um, Heroes of the Storm, Garrett, I haven't been paying attention lately. I, I noticed that uh, um, Deathwing is like leading <laughs> right now in terms of win rates. Is that true? Why is that even happening? Uh,
2: he has not dropped from like top of the win rates since his launch, basically. Great,
0: great um
2: big balance patch this week he got nerfed again they're kind of going like small nudge by small nudge with him i don't think they want him to drop off um and the same thing's happening with ariel uh the healer she's really dictating ariel and deathwing are really dictating the bands right now
0: really ariel back in it okay never yeah, been, never liked while, her
2: man they uh, they made her resurrect just busted
0: really Mm-hmm. I never could just get into playing her. I just never liked Mercy her. wishes she was Ariel in heroes of the I mean, don't we all in our deepest, darkest place? Uh all right. One final note about uh, StarCraft. There is actually something to tell you about you can get a six-inch battle cruiser thing <laughs> for fifty bucks. Uh I kind of have to say I'm slightly tempted by this thing here, chat. I'll show you the image here. It's on a little stand. Picture that at six inches. I kind of wish they'd have put something on there for scale, so you could kind of get a better idea of how big this is. It's not where's, that big. Uh,
2: where's the Wiener Troll? We
0: need <laughs> him right now. I can <laughs> yeah, where's the scale. Dong guy? He could do it. Uh, anyway, for fifty nine ninety nine, so sixty bucks, I should say, uh, you can get this thing, and it will uh, ship to you and be a part of your life. Uh, it's a special item. Let's see. Um, uh, it's made of poly resin. Includes a metal display. Uh, measures approximately 6 inches long stainless steel rod mount and uh, it's imported Dark Horse Comics is the maker and it looks pretty rad if you're you know hardcore uh, Starcraft guy maybe that's the way you go right there look at that thing It's not bad and now if if they said that was 60 bucks and it was the size of like let's say it was 3 feet wide I would buy this like now like right now they'd have my credit card but as it is I don't know uh, but you can't get it after 11 hours from now. Oh, no, that's the sale. Well, that's a different thing. Never mind. You can go get this anytime you want. <laughs> I made all that up. Forget everything I said. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for that. We got an important email that we got to do today. So here it is.
1: Hear ye, hear ye.
0: Why? It's the town crier. All right, we got an email from listener of the show, friend of the show, and um, a dude whose work I see every day. Uh, we got a message from Jarek Dane, the lead developer of Wowhead, and he says this: "Hi Scott, Garrett, and Patrick. Oh, hey, yeah, Jarek's great, super nice guy. Says I've been a big fan of the show since the early days uh, with Randy. A few shows back, you talked about wondering how Classic is doing versus retail. I can't reveal our exact numbers, and Wowhead traffic definitely isn't the same as a subscriber count." but I thought I'd share some insight into how Wowhead has done with Classic versus recent expansions. I looked at our initial Classic peak from shortly after launch day and compared it with 141 days later, chosen because it was the recent day where the data had settled and seemed representative of that general time. Uh, I then did the same for BFA and Legion. Uh, Fortunately for this time range, in uh, in each expansion, there weren't any notable patch traffic spikes around the dates I was checking. So cleaner data, I guess. I found that they all had very similar drops over that time period, to the point where I can definitively say that any of them were higher or lower. When they have had such a retention, er, sorry, when they all have such similar retention, the main distinguishing factor is the overall levels. Uh, And in that department, Classic is actually a little above Battle for Azeroth, with Legion a little bit further beyond that, beyond Classic, that is. Uh, It says here, reviving classic seems to be quite a bit of work, but I can only assume that it was much less than creating and supporting an entire new expansion with new content. In my personal opinion, with the success of classic appearing to, at the very least, rival other recent expansions, it seems Blizzard would be crazy not to do the same with BC and Wrath. Wrath may be what people want more. But I long, or but I think doing BC uh, first with a method to continue your classic characters would make for a great progression in the classic line. That's in quotes. Side note: I wasn't. I was surprised that the retention rate during BFA doesn't appear to be worse than Legion, as far as our traffic goes, despite people complaining that Legion is not as good as that or other expansions, especially compared to Legion. P.S. When can I order Rock Runners? Okay, I, more on that later. Uh, Yeah, that's great insight, Um, and I I always wondered how much they would, because they do so much, you know, site sniffing and other stuff to sort of, that's not the right term for it, that has a negative connotation, but they do so much with data that other sites don't do, and that Blizzard doesn't release, that I wondered if they had anything, and then poof, I got this email out of, kind of out of nowhere, sort of explaining this. Um, Does that surprise anybody? You guys think uh, Legion faring better than... uh, the recent expansions as a surprise? Does it make you want more? Like, what do you make of all this? I think it's just
2: good news if you're a WoW fan. Yeah. Um, it means every th- like all of it's doing pretty well from a, you know, a third party point of view. Yeah. Um, doesn't surprise me at all that Legion's on top. I mean, that is, I've said it before and I will say it again with my Arthas fanboy taken aside, Legion is the greatest expansion of all time in my opinion.
0: It is pretty great, but it's still uh, a little shocking that it, had as much of a dip as BFA is currently having. That surprises me. Because I don't feel like the negativity certainly was attached to that back in the legend I, I, I days. think
2: for this, for a general WoW player, like if you, if you just like WoW, I mean, I think just the rollout of, of new raids and new patches and whatnot, and the the valleys that you see on the other end of that when it gets old and long in the tooth, that's all kind of par for the course. Mm-hmm. It's That's it's how World of Warcraft rolls. Mm. So I, I think if you're not one of the more, shall we say, sensational people out there playing WoW and getting involved in the um, the kind of shit show nature mm. of everything else, I don't think it really affects you.
0: Looking at you, YouTube. Yes. Not all of you. Not all of you. There's, some, there's plenty of great YouTube content happening that is not just a big negative fart fest. Lots of it. And good on you for that. We're not going to call out any names, (laughs) even though I'm often tempted. All right. I want to thank some people this week for being a part of our uh, Instance Plus subscription. What is that you say? Well, if you've never checked it out, it's over at theinstance.net. It's the way we support the show uh, these days. And it means a lot to us when you do. You go over there, and and for a very low price, you can get in for really cool uh, benefits. For example, even at the lowest level, you get a bonus show every month where we do something totally different and off the wall, but you don't, don't get it any, any other way. That's the only way to get it. So if you get in there and do that, that's one benefit. There's other cooler benefits as you go a little bit higher. And I want to thank the following names for being a part of that. Gary Roguski, Jerry Tolbert, he's a doctor, Ian Campbell, Jack Fox, Jaron Rowan, Jason Campson, Jeffrey Yearout, and John Cunningham are just a few of the people who help us out over there. Again, details and information at theinstance.net. Just click the button and you'll learn all you need to know. And huge thanks to everybody who already supports us there. All right, before we go, we should probably let you guys have a chance to talk about other projects you got going on this week. Let's start with uh, Patrick. Patrick, what's going on?
1: Uh, A bunch of stuff, but uh, I'm going to tell you something. You should follow me on Instagram. I just found uh, pictures from 20 years ago of me meeting the lead developer of Tekken, having a tournament against him. And winning, and he hands me a trophy. In, to- and, in Japan, right? Uh, in
0: Japan. You were in-, in
1: Tokyo, okay. Japan. Okay. Exactly. That wow. city and that person. It was oh, amazing, and God. I found that uh, <laughs> that image. So I posted it on Instagram. And to celebrate that, I created a story that asks you uh, which fighting game character you, should, you want to go on a uh, Valentine's Day date with. Uh, either Ryu from um from street fighter or kazuya mishima from tekken and uh, one is a psychopath (laughs) and one is a hermit so sadly sadly the hermit is winning and i tell you hermit please where is your sense of adventure people yes he killed his father and his son and a bunch of family members but he had good reasons, mm-hmm. so give it a chance. Wait, I think my kid is crying. I have to go see. He's like he's having a meltdown oh, make because sure I didn't let Yeah, him make sure he's all right. In. Yeah. But yeah, follow me on Instagram, not Patrick. Not That's Patrick, where everybody. He, and I'll be back in a second. Okay,
0: enjoy. All right. There's that. <laughs> hey, uh, Garrett, anything going on in your world? What's going on?
1: Oh
2: yes, yeah, Scott. Just posted a brand new episode of Wild wow Killer. Just posted a brand new episode of The Angry Chicken. Mm. You should go check out those podcasts and uh into the nexus eventually kyle's got a bit of an emergency going on so everyone wish him well
0: oh i hope everything's okay i haven't heard everything all right yeah i don't really
2: have much to share and it's not my place to share it okay
0: okay well i hope everything's all right i'll uh have to check in with him later um all right yeah yeah, just Uh,
2: everyone tweet at kyle ferguson some hugs
0: yeah he's the best and should be treated as such so uh go say some nice things to kyle um all right uh what was i gonna say oh i was gonna make a mention when patrick was before he had to leave but i started playing that tekken 7 story a little bit that is the dumbest stupid <laughs> and not that tekken not that tekken has ever had a good story but my gosh dude it's never been so that big bad guy. it's so bad oh hold on <gasps> hold on patrick i don't I have you muted the, the okay, audience, you're back.
1: and i'll see you next time oh so,
0: buddy so sad oh i feel bad for that's him. adorable all right. Well, uh, that's all well and good. Uh, let's see. What else? Oh, I do have a couple of things going on. In particular, I started a new webcomic. comic, uh, launched it a couple of weeks ago. It's been going really great so far. In fact, I'm a little shocked at how well it's going, but it's called Fred and Can, and it's literally about a guy named Fred, and he lives with a can of expired cream corn who talks to him. If that sounds weird, you're not wrong. You may want to go check it out at fredcancomic.com. There's one every Monday. And if my personal Patreon continues to grow, there might be two a week, but right now it's once a week. And you can find it at fredcancomic.com. You can also find everything we're doing over at theinstance.net. If you're looking for, uh, you know, whatever. It's all there. Everything, including our support system. So check that out. Theinstance.net. You can find us on Twitter at Instance Show. You can find me at Scott Johnson, Garrett at Garrett Art. You can find Patrick at NotPatrick. And of course, this show, is uh, available everywhere you get your podcasts. You can also find more shows like this at frogpants.com. That's going to do it for us. For me, for Kyle, for Garrett. Wait, Kyle. I'm thinking about Kyle Kyle. again. For me, for Patrick, for Garrett, and we're thinking about Kyle. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com.